Hello, hello, and welcome to episode one. It's me, Flo. Welcome to the beginning of our journey together. And I thought I would start with a question for you. A little question, a little heart check, a little vibe check on what is going on within your mind and how you're viewing your body. This is inspired by the book that I'm currently reading, The Art of Living by Dietrich von Hildebrand. And this section that I was on this week is on communion, and it's by his wife, Alice von Hildebrand. And she starts to bring up the difference between a problem and a mystery. So my question for you is, are you seeing your body, your femininity, your fertility, maybe even your health issues as a problem or a mystery? The reason why we're going to start here today is because there is so, so, so much noise when it comes to the whole world of wellness, of nutrition, of um, holistic health, all of the things. There's a lot, a lot of noise. And what's most important right now is that you really and truly and deeply understand that you were made good. What's most important is that it's all coming from a place of peace and a profound understanding of the value that you have as a human and as a daughter. Okay, so let's dig into the problem versus mystery. I'm going to outline a little bit of it and I'm going to ask you some questions. So go ahead and think through which side do you find yourself typically on? Now, for something to be a problem, that means that there should be a solution. An easy example is imagine being back in your freshman year math class and getting that math test and you are just staring at that last problem. You have been on it for about seven whole minutes, which in math test time is endless, and you cannot figure it out. What feelings rise up there? It's typically frustration. If we know that there is a problem and there is supposed to be a solution and we can't quite get there, there typically is a lot of frustration that arises because it's meant to be fixed. You are not a problem meant to be fixed. This frustration um, might be coming out in phrases such as, why won't my body just do what it's supposed to do? Or, oh, it feels like it's working against me. Or, it's just broken. Or it can come out looking like looking in the mirror And just thinking that something about it looks wrong or always being frustrated that you've got too much in the wrong places and it's just can be manifesting as these body image issues. Whereas here's the opposite side, a mystery. I don't know if you were, but I sure was a big Nancy Drew girl. I really, really thought, honestly, I really thought I was going to end up having to solve some like serious mysteries in my town. So I think I read it as if it was preparation. I was learning from her. I was an apprentice of her work. Anyways, our girl Nancy, or maybe you were an Agatha Christie girl, or maybe you're a true crime girl. I can't say I'm on that train. It's just a little too vivid. It's a little too real. But when it comes to a mystery, you're turning the page. You are invested You are so curious that you're just going to keep going. There is this awe, I think, that comes with mystery. You can also think of the reality and the mystery of the Eucharist. None of us are frustrated 
I hope, (laughs) the reality that what looks like a piece of bread is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ. When it comes to these like mysteries of faith, there's this acceptance, there's this awe, there's this wonder, and there's this kind of um, resignation of being okay with not knowing all of it. Those are very, very different sides, right? This problem versus mystery. The reason why Sweet Sweet Alice is even bringing it up in the book is she's talking about how seeing people as problems will lead to not being able to love them. It is a roadblock or even you could say an attack to love because it keeps us from seeing the person for who they are and not uh, trying to manipulate them. So when it comes to your body, where do you think you lie? And then the bridge, if you're recognizing that you are in the problem camp, and I want you to know that I understand you, especially if you have been struggling with very, very frustrating health issues. If your health issues or your symptoms or your body image issues have been getting in the way of your quality of life, I want you to know that I hear you and I understand where you're at deeply, 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 deeply. And I understand where you're coming from and I understand that frustration. And I want you to know that it is possible for you to have peace and that the war is over that there is no war between you and your body and if you have been walking around exhausted feeling like there has been and you can't even fathom what it would be like to have a healthy relationship with food to have peace in your daily struggles to accept where you are in the journey here's one one little key the the bridge that takes us from problem to mystery is reverence. Having a profound reverence for the human person, for the goodness of your body could be what gives you this new look at what it is that you're going through. And why does it matter if we have reverence? Well, because you were made good. Why do I? Okay, let's talk about why in the world it matters for you to believe that you were made good. This is a hill that I will die on because those two worlds alone reveal such profound truths, such life-altering, straight-up gospel truths. And here's why. Made. It means that you were created. You were created by a good God that loves you and not only loves you, but sent down his only son to suffer and die for you. Huge deal. You were created. You are not some little uh, being that was sprouted by amoebas a million years ago. Your life is not inconsequential. Like everything about you matters. Everything about you is significant. You were created. And then good. The goodness. If God, (laughs) this just fires me up. If the God of the universe, the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, took the time to create the world and took the time to create you and calls you good and not only good, but beloved and chosen and his daughter and his bride. Oh my gosh. If he says that it is good 
I think that word just does not even sum it up in our, in our human brains, but especially in English. It's good. The way that you were designed is good. The intricacies and the complexities of the feminine body is good. It is good to be a woman. It is a gift. And if we're being a real, 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 real right now, there is a massive battle going on right now. And there is no time like the present to be deeply understanding of the goodness that it is to be a woman, the importance and the responsibility that you have as a woman, the impact that your daily life, your habits, your rhythms, the way that you think, the way that you live, the way that you communicate with people, the way that you pray, all of this is going to impact entire generations. That's the reality of your life. That the way that you choose to live impacts entire generations. So what an honor to rediscover the art of living well. What an honor to live differently. As a woman, the truth is you were designed to live very, very differently. You have a whole secondary rhythm that men don't have, right? You have this monthly cycle where you are hormonally different day one of the month to day 22. You have a feminine heart that is uniquely made and different than the masculine heart. You have the capacity to bear life in multiple ways, right? Spiritually and physically. The role of woman in this world is such a true, true honor. And I really hope you hear that today. And I hope that you get excited again. And I hope that you see that it is possible for you to get back on the same team with your body. If your health issues have kind of made you feel like there's this separation, you are made to be one. And this is part of why I'm so passionate about holistic health, because the, the conventional medicine world can often treat women like problems. And if there's a problem, there can end up being a pretty bad solution sometimes. In the book, this is where Alice brings up like, hey, an example is seeing evil as a problem. And man has made a pretty terrible solution with the whole mess of communism. So in the same way, when it comes to if people are seeing the feminine body and what it goes through and the symptoms it's showing as a problem, that can then lead to terrible solutions like birth control, like the pill, right? That's cutting out your feminine cycle altogether. There's all these kinds of uh, band-aids and distractions or splitting you up, right? Rather than seeing you as a whole person. And that's what it has to come back to. It's the understanding that no system in the body works alone. Every single part of your body is connected to each other. And so information is traveling throughout the entire system. So by seeing it all as one picture and seeing every part of your life come together, what is going on at work is going to affect how your gut is functioning. What is going on at home is going to affect your nervous system. Your morning routine is going to affect 
your hormones that month. All of it's connected. And there's great, great freedom in starting to see your body as a whole again and starting to have reverence for the feminine body and to dive back into the mystery. So that's why we are starting here, friend. We are starting here because you have enough going on (laughs) in your life. And if you're here, my guess is that you do really care. And you might even have some very specific issues that you are trying to work through right now. And my sincere hope for you is that you know that you are not alone on the journey. That there are ways that you can live a more beautiful, more peaceful life that you can have balance in your body again, that you can have freedom. There is a way. So today it's just about that simplicity. And I really encourage you to maybe sit down with your journal and map out what about you have you been seeing as a problem? Have you been seeing yourself as a problem to be fixed? And how can you bridge that gap into understanding that you are a good and beautiful and lovable daughter that was created to be loved. You're not a problem to be fixed. So that's why we're starting here because it all starts with your mind. And my sincere hope is that this can be a place of refuge for you, a place of inspiration where you can renew your mind, where you can kind of step out of the noise of all the wellness world. Listen, I'm well aware of it. (laughs) I really am. And I'm also aware there's a lot of weird stuff (laughs) that can pop up in the wellness world. And it is very, very important for you to be able to learn and understand these truths of the human body while also having it connected to the greatest end and the whole point. All things need to be pointing back to God. And so that includes learning about our food and our hormones and our gut All of it needs to be for the great, great end of becoming saints and being with God forever and ever and honestly changing the world for Christ. 